Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show. So far, you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. As always, you got their job openings at gainatrucking.com. We are joined to begin the top of the hour by a special guest, his second time, I believe, on our show. That is Coach Doc Sadler, former Nebraska ball coach. Coach, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let us know right now, Coach, what you are up to and you and your future plans at this point, Doc. Jake, thanks, uh, thanks for having me. And well, as we speak, I'm sitting here looking at uh, a beach and some water, wow. making a diet Mountain Dew. That's fortunate. Uh, so hope, hopefully, I don't get too sunburned today. <laughs> but uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, you know, I'm not for sure. Uh, I, I still want to. I still want to coach, uh, and uh, where that's at, uh, talking to several different people. Uh, but at this point, I just want it to be somewhere where, you know, I'm going to have fun. Got a good chance to win some ball games, and uh, most importantly, help uh, help a coach coach and uh, help players get better. Doc Sadler joins us. Doc, now, okay, so we talked yesterday. You would entertain an NBA assistant coaching job. Why is that? Why, why would you like what, – what attracts you to that league? Well, I think, again, Sip, it goes back to what we talked about. It had to be with someone that, uh, that, I, that, I, that I know, uh, that I would have fun with. But probably as much as anything uh, second to that is – I've never done it. You know, we always think that there may be something that you want to do. Uh, that's the highest level of basketball, the best players in the world. Uh, I think probably the best coaching. Uh, you know, it's a totally different game. Uh, but I don't know. I've just always thought that that might be something that I'd like to do. Uh, you know, but then you sit back and think, wow, 82 games in one season. That's like four basketball seasons for a college coach, uh, you know. Uh, but I do think it would be fun. Uh, obviously, this is the time of year that I really enjoy NBA basketball because our season's over and you get to just go home and maybe watch some basketball and uh, you realize just how good those guys are. Joined by Doc Sadler. Doc, you're 61. Now, how, I mean, retirement is an option. How do you think you would handle not working at, at right now at your age? Are you the type of guy that can dial it way back? Well, guys like you keep getting me up. It's the first morning <laughs> down about a month that I've had to set a alarm clock, and I woke up at 5.30, so... Uh, no, that's I'm good. not. Uh, again, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to give it up. Uh, I, 
I enjoy coaching. I enjoy going to practice. Uh, you know, there's always going to be things about your job that, you know, maybe you don't enjoy as much as others. But, uh, you know, this is what I've done for 40 years. And do I think that I can? No. Uh, you can only take so much of this, uh, you know, doing what you want to do. Uh, and, and some people have given me some great advice. You know, you, you still got to have a purpose to get up each and every day. If you, you know, it sounds good to not have to do anything, but the fact of the matter is if there's something out there that you think that you can still do and you enjoy doing, mm-hmm. then that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, you know, but at the same time, if, if, uh, if, coaching is not in the picture i have some other options that uh, people have reached out to me to do and uh you know we'll see uh i'm uh, i'm excited about what's what i don't know what's fixing to happen okay join my doc sadler doc we know you're tight with bill self you worked with him for a little bit at kansas and they obviously won the championship this year uh beating carolina in the finals but i'm just curious you know uh, about their run in general how impressed were you by the run to win the title and also what does this do for Bill Self's legacy in college basketball? Well, I think anytime you win a championship, uh, you know, that doesn't do anything but, but help it. But, you know, he was already a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, so, uh, you know, his mark has been made. Anything that he continues to do is is just, uh, you know, just a bonus. But, you know, those what, four or five days were probably about as fun of four or five days that I've had in a long time as far as just being around a program and and uh, Coach was so kind to allow me to, to go to practices and, uh, you know, sit in on scouting reports and and more more importantly, just hang around hang around dudes that you, you have fun with. And, uh, and then you add the fact that it was at the Final Four and, and to watch them, uh, you know, because I, I really hadn't watched them play all year. And then uh, I was going to go to Chicago to the Sweet 16, but uh, as you all know, my mom passed in February, so I had to go to Arkansas and take care of some things. Uh, but uh, to, to be able to be up and that close to something that's, so great. I mean, you guys were around probably, uh, you know, during the, the glory days of the mid-90s in football. It's just a different feeling. And uh, to not not to be a significant or any part of anything except getting to go and be uh, to go watch go watch practices and things like that, it was, uh, it was great. It really was. And uh, their team, wow, wow. Uh, had some great games down the stretch and uh you know i think it it it, more than anything as you get older it uh it really made me believe the things that i've been taught a lot by coach haskins and by bill and some of the other people that i'd work for is you know uh just just be good at a few things you don't have to be great at a bunch just be good at a few things and you know, the right time and the right moment, uh, good things can happen. Joined by Doc Sadler. Now, Doc Doc was with Bill Self in 2012 as a director of basketball operations. Now, you just said something sort of interesting there. When you look at, for instance, what Kansas runs offensively, are we talking about 
what what are we talking about? Is that is that I mean is it pretty simple? Yeah, it's it's you know it's simple to talk about. It's hard to get players to do it. Yeah, uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, uh, I've had I had a bunch of talks with my friends back in the bracket. You know, uh, if it was as simple as handing the ball off to, you know, a tailback in the eye, everybody would do it. There's so many other things that it takes to to, to work, but when you break it down, I think that's one of Bill's greatest strengths. What's that? And Coach Haskins taught me this. Is you know. Um, and if you read John Wooden's book, he talks about it. It's really not about how much you know and uh, how thick your playbook is. Uh, it's about how much you can teach your players to do what you want them to do. And a lot of times, simple simple is better on both offense, defense, uh, you know, special teams, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so... Uh, it's the same things that he's ran for 15 years. It's no different. Uh, and the thing about him, he'll send you his playbook. He'll send you a video, mm-hmm. and he's gonna run. And he's gonna run it. And he's gonna run the same stuff. There's no secrets, but his ability to get his players to do what uh, he wants them to do. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, just like your wife, Sip. Mm-hmm. If it if it wasn't sim- simple, simple, mm-hmm. she wouldn't like you. Yeah, God, I hope. God, yeah. well, you know, there's, that's a complicated you know, discussion. Yeah, actually, that's but... a compliment. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, simple, simple, sometimes better. Okay, now, Doc, th- this has always been a fascinating part of these discussions w- that we've had. I, I, you coached Nebraska head coach when it, when the school was in the Big Twelve. You became an yep. assistant coach when it's in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. What are the, what, how different are those leagues in your estimation? You know, I think, uh, I think they're totally different. Uh, and what I mean by that, if you go back over the years, in the last 10 years or whatever, uh, there, there, in my opinion, was some great individual play players in the Big 12. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the balance, maybe it's because it's such a bigger uh, in numbers league. The Big Ten has more experience. Uh, they have more experience on their teams. Therefore, uh, you know, that makes them that makes them the teams that they are. Maybe not so much the individual talent, mm-hmm. but the collective uh, numbers of, uh, of experience third, fourth, and even now fifth-year guys. Yep. And then and then the Big Ten, you know, the home arenas are so much tougher to play in. Hmm. I mean, uh, you know, the home court advantage, what is it in basketball, seven to eight points, they say. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, even probably more so in the Big Ten compared to the Big 12. Uh, there's great coaches, obviously, in both leagues. I thought last year, not necessarily this year, but last year's Big Ten was really, really good. But this year's team, I think the bottom part of the league was a little bit better, but the top wasn't near, nearly as good. So, um, you know, the individual talent, the lottery picks and those type things, the individual talent, uh, they seem to be more in the Big 12 than they do in the Big Ten. 
Joined by Doc Chandler. Stay, stay right there, Doc, in terms of the Big Ten this year. I'm curious in terms of a coach's thought versus media and fans. I mean, there, there is this thought that the Big Ten had nine teams in the dance, which is most of any conference, but no, no team made the Elite Eight. So I'm, I'm curious, do you define a season as good for the conference based on how many teams they got to the dance or the actual performance in the tournament? Uh, I, I, I mean, anytime you get nine teams, what is it? There's only been one or two other times in, in, in recent history that that's happened. Again, I think the balance of the league was really, really good. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, individual talent, you know, will win some games for you. And then when it comes down to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, you better have that one or two, one or two guys, and usually it needs to be perimeter players mm-hmm. uh, because they can go get things on their own. And uh, you know, uh, and matchups, matchups play a big part of it and all that. But I thought this year's Big Ten was good. Um, I, I, again, as an overall league, I thought it was really good. I didn't think the teams at the top were as good as they were a year ago. Absolutely. Uh, Doc Sadler joins us. Doc, go back to Kansas. Kansas wins the national title. You would not characterize that Kansas team as one of Bill Self's more talented teams. Is that correct? Oh, not even close. Well, then what? Well, how do they do it? You may have one. When it's all said and done, there may be, maybe one throw on that team. Mm. And he's, you know, and he's going to be, you know, uh, borderline. Uh, whereas, I can remember being being in Nebraska, you know, before as a head coach, and mm-hmm. one team had eight pros on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as talent, um, again, if you look back on their season, mm-hmm. I mean, there were so many games uh, they could have went into that thing, uh, you know, in, in third or fourth place. I mean, what are they, down 20 points in, in a second half to Kansas State? Down, you know, Oklahoma Choir. I mean, it's uh, he had his team playing at the end as well as uh, you know, heck, it was the best in the country. Yeah. Uh, and that's a credit, in my opinion, uh, going back what we talked about. They just do what they do, and they and they were doing it at a high level. I think, and he and I talked about this from the second half of the Miami game. Defensively, they were at a whole other level, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what helped them win the game. Yeah, and when games. I think, yeah, when I think of Kansas, Doc, I don't think of defense, but obviously, I mean, you know, at the end of the national championship game, Self said we couldn't have played any better defense than we did in the second half. So that's obviously that's part of his acumen too, right? The ability to coach that end. What is that old saying, simple, that them old men always say? What's that? Offense wins games, defense wins championships. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people say that for a reason. I, you know, I know, I know some people don't believe in that, but uh, what you're saying, I think, is so true because uh, they were playing so good. Uh, defensively, they just took it to a whole nother level. And the thing that was interesting is they were not very big. Uh, their team was not big at all. Uh, you know, they had the David McCormick and Lightfoot inside. But, uh, you know, they had some length on the wings. Uh, 
And and their guards were just unbelievable at coming back and getting rebounds and, uh, you know, eliminating second and third shots. So, uh, like I said, from the Miami game on, uh, they were an elite defensive team. And uh, therefore, you know, they, they won a championship. Speaking of defense, Doc, there was a misconception this season with Nebraska basketball that you coached defense. You did not coach defense. Elaborate on that. Well, when Fred made a decision last spring that he thought what the program needed was uh, a uh, more uh, player development, mm-hmm. uh, that that eliminated me because uh, I'm not a player development guy. I'm not one. You know, I, I mean, that's not something that that I that I grew up doing. That was a whole different era. Uh, you know, but uh, he made that decision. And, you know, I thought our defense a year ago, we got up to as high as 30th in the country, was was getting better. But, uh, you know, that was a decision that Fred made. And, 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 and to be honest, I agreed with it. And uh, uh, But I uh, was not allowed to be on the practice court this year. And, and uh, so, you know, yeah, a lot of people – I know made comments and things about uh, you know uh, that Doc what's Doc doing or whatever. I don't know what all they were saying, but uh, yeah, it's frustrating at times. But at the same time, I think when you're an assistant coach, you've got to do whatever your head coach thinks is best in the program, and you just you fall in line with that, and that's what I did. So there was it. Was there a was was did the staff? in general, just handled defensive coaching last season? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess that would be, yeah, I guess that would be correct. You know, Armand Gates, Armand and uh, and Nate did most of the coaching because, as everyone knows, Matt Matt wasn't a guy that uh, that would get on the, on the floor and coach. So uh, uh, between Fred and Armand and uh, Nate, uh, they were – they were the, uh, you know, they coached the defense. One other and, thing. And oh, go ahead. Offense. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. One other thing. In in New Orleans at the Final Four, you ran into one of Nebraska's all-time best bigs, all-time best players, Alex Alex Marich. What is Alex doing now? Wow, it was great. Uh, you're right. I did. I uh, got to see Alex at, uh, at Manning's uh, little bar. Uh, Tanya and I was in town, and, and he was just over. He's traveling throughout the, the country. He's been down to Dallas to see Eric Warfield, and uh, they were good friends. But uh, he's, he was going out to Denver to watch the Nuggets, and he'd been to Dallas to watch the Mavericks, and uh, I think he was going to Milwaukee. But he had been, you know, he's retired from basketball, and he was playing uh, for the Sydney Kings or coaching for the Sydney Kings up until this year. Uh, he still wants to coach. He did some internship with the Pelicans. Okay. Uh, but interesting enough, right now what he is doing, he is uh, is flipping houses in Sydney, Australia. Is that right? property and fixing it up and uh, fixing it up, and, uh, and that's what he's doing. But, uh, gosh, it was so great to see Big Al. What a great person he was, and, Man, he made a lot of guys good coaches, too. 
Well, Doc, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so yeah, much thanks for joining us. Uh, good luck with everything going forward, and we will hope to talk to you sometime yeah. soon. Yeah, what now? What now do you do with your day, Doc? Yeah, what's next? I got to work, by the way. I'm working today. Um, <laughs> well, what do I do the rest of the day? I'm going to finish this Diet Mountain Dew. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go in there and uh, put on some shoes and probably go walk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not very yeah. fast. It's People like to say waddles. <laughs> waddle. and, wow, you uh, still do that to me. You still do that to me. Yeah, I'm going to waddle. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then whatever my wife tells me to do. That's so, a good idea. You know, I, I've got about a week left of that, and then I'm I'm fixing to start running the show again, Simple. You know how that works. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. All right, well, thank you, Doc. Coach, thanks for the time. Right, we will chat you again. Hey, thanks for having me. You guys take care and enjoy that weather up there. All right. <laughs> we, we'll try, Doc. Thanks so much. That's uh, Doc Sadler. Huh. The Kansas stuff is fascinating to me. Not not complicated. Great chemistry. And not that ta- not, that, not that, a Not an overly talented that's Kansas That's the key. Team. He says that, that team has maybe one pro on it. One yeah. NBA player. Ogbaji. Ogba- yeah. Yeah. Close. He, I bet he will get drafted. Uh, he'll, he might, he'll be probably late first round or second round but that but think, think about lottery, think about kansas at harrison will understand this there was a kansas team with Embiid and wiggins yeah. they did right. not win it all right Embiid and, and wiggins and wiggins yeah I mean, you can go on and on I mean, they've had they've had some studs there yeah but this this team was just they gelled yeah well this and, team did not have an Embiid or right. and, wiggins. Th- and that's what's impressive is that they didn't have that star and they still Overcame a huge halftime deficit in the championship game mm-hmm. and won in regulation. Yeah, made up the ground in, within the first ten minutes of the second Incredible half. Second half, memorable, memorable. I'll always remember. Without having a superstar. Well, I mean, they had a first team All American Agbaji, mm-hmm. but he's not seen as a for sure certified pro. He'll be drafted. Yeah. No, but not a star. That ain't. That's not Embiid, and that's not Wiggins. And now there's others. You you could you're better about naming these players. When you were a big you still are a big Nebraska basketball fan, but you were – when Doc was the head coach, oh, yeah. you remember those Kansas Absolutely. teams, right? Yeah. I mean, throw – LaFrance, were you were... – <laughs> that, that was way before Doc. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That was the 90s. <laughs> okay. Rafe LaFrance. Doc got here like the mid-2000s. Collison. That was also pre-Doc Okay, Sabbath. that was pre-Doc. That was well, like, well, who are we talking that, about? That was when Barry Collier was coach Who are we here. talking about Doc then, when Doc was there? Uh, you, when you Brandon were there. Rush. Yes. Would have been there. Good name. Good uh, name. Let's see who else would have been Former there. Former Laker, Brandon Rush. Brandon Rush. They would have had um, the bigger name. Yeah, those, you, you think about Collison and Heinrich. Those, those were guys with, you know, that was Roy Williams, actually, I believe. Okay. And then Self comes in. I, I don't know. If you can help I me on the text in, line. Yeah, yeah, I put you in a I'm trying to think of Kansas there. guys in the Doc Sadler era. Mm-hmm. Now, he coached Doc coached against Durant, I think, right? Yes, Doc coached against Kevin Durant. He did. Yeah, the Big Twelve was loaded. There, I mean, he, Lamarcus Aldridge. He coached against Thank him you. at Gee Texas. Christmas stud at Texas. Jiminy Christmas. Durant and Aldridge. Yeah, it, that more was than the that. kind of dudes you gotta get. I mean, I'm tra- although I think about like the guys at Iowa State, like Craig Brackens was a big problem. He's a big dude down low that, that was giving Nebraska troubles. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't do much in the pros, but he was a first-round pick, I believe, for for Iowa State. That was a guy. But Kansas, I'm I'm failing to to get that, names. Don't, don't worry about. It. I put Mario you. Chalmers, Sharon Collins, Cole Aldridge is a good one from Thank the text you. line. Thank you. Good job, man. Those are big names. Who, who came you. through with that? Uh, 
Russell Robinson. I forget about that name. That's, yeah. that's Docs is that one. Yeah, good job. Chalmers Texter's, is a big one, though. Yeah, Texter's coming uh, through. What the heck was the one that got... The Sean guy that Collins had, was a big one, too. They have a Tyshawn, Tyshawn Taylor there? Is that he had? Perhaps. I think they had a Tyshawn Taylor. They had the Morris twins. What about the yeah, Morris Yeah, Markeith and Marcus. There yeah. you go. Those yeah. are the Morris twins. Morris twins were big. Um, were they playing there when Doc was there? I don't the know that. That might have been after that. Thomas Robinson, I think, might have been gone by that time. I think Doc names. was gone at that Those point. are names. Those are names. Robinson, he was a stud. Yeah. Didn't work out in the NBA, but he was a stud. Right. In college. Boy, the Morris twins. Were <laughs> Morris twins? Yeah. And Thomas Robinson? Yeah. Nice. There you go. There's some Kansas. Yeah, good stuff Devontae from Doc. Doc. So Doc's in Destin, Florida. That's where he's at. He's I know. down Destin. Nice. Destin. Yeah. He's... Or no, no. Fort Walton Beach. I'm sorry. Fort Walton Beach. That's where he's at. So that's... Yeah. And he still wants to work um, and would entertain the NBA. Never coached in the NBA. Has well, connections to the NBA, however. We appreciate him joining the show this morning. Waking up early, having a diet Mountain Dew on the deck. Yeah. Watching the ocean. Yeah, had to worst get places it. to be. It's not terribly early. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, Seven eight, o'clock. it's 8.30 there right now. No, it's the same time in Fort Walton Beach. Really? Yeah. It's, That's, I know, yeah. Let's confirm that yeah, during can, the Yeah, break. you can confirm it. It's true, though. There, Florida's... Yeah, some of Florida has the same. We'll confirm that during the break. We don't need to confirm it during the break. We're going to. It is the fact. Nick Saban hates NIL. More of that next early break in the ticket. Hi, Sean Callahan here.